Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Scoopy Truples. I'm a co-founder of Alchemix. Uh, for those who are not familiar, Alchemix is a CDP platform. Uh, so think something like uh, MakerDAO, um, except that um, we we do uh, mirror assets with Alchemix. So yeah. for our AlUSD stablecoin, we take uh, stablecoins. Right now, that's Dai only. And our upcoming V2, we're going to be switching to uh, multi-collateral. So basically, any viable stablecoin will be accepted as a collateral in Alchemix. And then when we have those stablecoins deposited, uh, they go into yield strategies. And V1, it's defaulted to yearn. Uh, but V2 uh, will have a ever-growing list of choices for users uh, for which strategies they uh, they want to deposit into, and they could mix and match and balance it however they like to. Um, we also have an Al ETH product, uh, which is a synthetic of ETH. Uh, we're going to be also rolling out a Bitcoin product as well, and uh, some other uh, maybe some other altcoins uh, are going to be added to Alchemix in the future as well. But that's still uh, to be determined which ones. Nice. And did I remember that correctly? You did a like a whole interview with um, Goldman Sachs. Was that with you? With what? Who? I'm sorry. No, it must have been must have been uh, another conversation then. No, I, uh, I, I, I think I remember something. I didn't hear what you said with there. Goldman Sachs. Oh, I, oh, I didn't Goldman do Sox an interview one. with Goldman Sachs, but. They did mention alchemics in their recent, like, uh, you know, kind of like research oh, okay. report. That's what it was. Okay, okay, that's, that's what it was. Because uh, you, you, like, I remember you sharing it in the group, yeah. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> if you asked yeah, me this, uh, last unreal. year, if, you know, like a project that I was involved in would be mentioned by Goldman Sachs, I'd be like, get out of here. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty unreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah, if I want to blow a normie's mind, your uh, Alchemix is the first project I talk about. It's uh, like, oh yeah, <laughs> it I probably shocks people. Oh, mind, I, I should show yeah. a little bit more. Um, so, like basically, when you we put that uh, the collateral in the uh, in these uh, yield strategies, the interest that's earned from these uh, yield strategies actually go towards repaying your debts in our system. So. You can take out a loan with zero interest and then actually it'll end up being negative interest because of the yield payments. So it's a self-repaying loan. Um, that's pretty cool. It allows you to like, right. spend and save right. at the same time. And, right, yes. right, right. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then like you, you, you get rid of the whole collateral issue because like slowly, right? Because you erode that away, so you, you guess are taking less and less risk. Well, I guess uh, the users are. Well, yeah, the users are taking less and less risk. So, like, let's say you know you put in like a you know ten thousand bucks, you borrow five thousand, and then you go ape some shit coins or something like that. And like, let's say they fail horribly, you know, uh, later down the line, your debt's going to be repaid and you're going to still, you're going to have your, your, uh, principal back. So it's like a form of mm -hmm. safe aping in my mind. Mm -hmm. And also like a cash out plan for people who want to keep assets in crypto, but you know, also, you know, enjoy some of the gains in real life. Yeah. It really makes shorting, uh, it really takes a, a lot of the pressure out of shorting using Alchemix, definitely. Um, 
yeah, if I'm if I want to take a little bit of profits, but don't know if it's a top, I'll I'll definitely throw a little bit in, and uh, take some Aleth out. Yeah, we'll be happy to repay your debts, man. <laughs> the the alt Marcus doing. I don't know if you guys saw that chart. The alt Marcus doing the uh, whole cup and handle right now. So it might be a good time to alt uh, ape into alts. Yes. Dude, I hope. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about DeFi two point Yeah. Sure. Um. What are you uh, yeah, sort of so, yeah. okay. DeFi 2.0 is something that we've been uh, talking about too much in a way, uh, I, would, I would say. But um, we had to definitely revisit it with uh, Scoopy coming on. And um, yeah, I think he's going to give us a lot of insights, more insights than we already have, <laughs> yeah, have, no uh, pressure. found over the past coming weeks. Yeah, no pressure. We're just shooting the shit more than anything. But um, yeah, so like DeFi 2.0 is like, protocol-owned liquidity, um, CDP uh, platforms 2.0 is what I called it, um, some structured protocols, um, and then we have a list of some more, like, I think we were throwing, like, degen leverage in, in, in there, so protocols with, like, high leverage, I was saying, uh, could probably be in DeFi 2.0. Um, Didn't you share, like, a fiat one like, recently? Yeah, yeah. So fiat um, lets people um, collateralize, use their bonds as collateral, so they could take loans out against them. Um, and then, yeah, I, w- I would say you could throw that in DeFi 2.0 uh, as well. So we could talk about that at the end, maybe. But do you want to just go through the list? Um, yeah, to me. Carl? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, let's no. Let's just go through the list. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's start with protocol uh, owned liquidity because uh, honestly, Scoopy, I've I've gotten a lot of my bullishness from from you off of it. So, um, yeah, I kind of want to hear. Yeah, to me, I think yeah, you can talk about it more. Two point <laughs> is uh, kind of like three things. It's increased capital efficiency in DeFi protocols. It's protocol controlled value or liquidity and also um, advanced treasury management uh, for DeFi protocols. And so on the topic of uh, protocol controlled value, um, as we all know, like, you know, this was kind of a foreign concept uh, to a lot of DeFi protocols, you know, at the start of the year. And then Olympus Dow came along and um, you know, instead of just having a farming program to bootstrap it, they were also uh, selling own bonds um, and uh, using that to like back the currency, but also to buy up all of the LP shares um, for own uh, die and I think own LUSD are the uh, the pairs that they have um, and. As a result, I think they have something like $400, $500 million in liquidity that their protocol owns. Um, that yeah, if they crazy. were doing like a yield farming program, they'd be having to, uh, you know, really be printing a lot of OM in order to, uh, you know, to subsidize that, that like liquidity for their protocol. Um, but since now that they own it, like, you know, and, you know, they know that those are going to be diamond hand, like that's permanent liquidity. 
like it, it just kind of like changes the whole dynamic like they don't have to incentivize the farming they can just like rely strictly on bonds um you know and i think like investors see this and they see like you know here is this giant pool of liquidity it's being owned by somebody who's diamond handed so they they know that a huge supply uh, on the market is never going to be sold for one and then also that because you know there's not like toxic liquidity flows where it's just like mercenary capital who are just getting in and farming to dump that it's not going to have that kind of like downward price pressure that you see in a lot of yield farming uh, kind of programs and stuff like that. Um, like if you look at something like sushi, it's a protocol that's like very near and dear to me. I, I love it a lot, you know, and it's like one of the premier, you know, uh, AMMs and it's across lots of chains, but, you know, because, you know, they have a lot of field farming going on. Uh, the price of sushi is not like reflecting with the adoption and the usage of sushi. Um, and mm. that's the, kind of the same story across a lot of different things in, in uh, DeFi. And it was also the same case with uh, Alchemix as well. And I was like looking at this and I was really like trying to like, you know, think about how can we improve, you know, our liquidity mining program? How can we, because liquidity is important to Alchemix, um, especially for our AL asset, uh, you know, AL USD and AL ETH markets. Uh, we need those to be liquid yeah. so people, you know, can actually really utilize the platform for its intended usage. Um, and I was looking at our yield farming budget. It's, it's disinflationary over time. It's just like, man, what's going to happen when we get to our tail inflations? Is it going to be enough at that point? Is this liquidity mining program going to hurt our, you know, our token to the point where it's going to become unsustainable? Um, and so when I was looking at that, I, mean, I was looking at different models like, you know, uh, vesting, um locking and things like that and you know i've never been a big fan of like kind of withholding things from people or making them prisoners um so i was trying to search for another way and you know i got into ohm and it became an omi um uh, got a little bag um and you know just to like kind of you know because if i have a bag of something i'll be interested in it and i'll tune in uh, more than if i don't like have anything of it and so that's why I got into Ohm and then it kind of dawned on me that this model of uh, bonding is uh, really, really smart. Um, and it's a way to get sustainable liquidity for, for projects um, and to get deep liquidity without, without at the same time, you know, damaging the, the market dynamics for the token. Um, so I reached out to those guys um, and like it was in like in the towards the end of the summer and i was like hey do you think we can use your technology i think this would be really good for alchemics and they were like yeah we're actually thinking of uh expanding this and offering this to other you know protocols at the same time and that was sort of like the seeds of olympus pro uh which is now doing really good and i think six protocols are on there and another six are going to be getting on there for the next month um for alchemics we've bonded like over two million dollars in liquidity in just a month um and if we keep this up for a few more months then we'll have you know you know a lot of liquidity just hold held by uh the treasury itself um and that's going to allow us to really cut down of our uh, emissions and inflations and our uh, incentives right. for that pool too um and, and focus on directing our incentives uh towards like liquidity for our l assets and things like that so it's going to be a lot better for us in the long term uh 
for having this uh, system out there. Yeah, I think uh, it especially works well for like the you know like if you have like the utility based like stables that have like the purpose in the ecosystem, like if you're able to provide liquidity for those, it like really grows that fundamental ecosystem that you can you know kind of build with your yields and you know with your liquidity, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're yeah. actually going to do something really really neat uh, with Olympus Pro Bonds. Um, starting uh, it's going to be in a couple weeks it, there needs to be a little bit more set up because it's a little bit intricate uh for alith and alusd we're going to take straight up uh die and eth for those bonds instead of the lp tokens for the shares and uh, this is something our, our community came up with and it's actually really really genius um and what we're going to do is like take like uh, half of the eth and convert it to alith and when we do that that ETH that gets converted to ETH goes into our peg stability module we call the transmuter, um, which backs the peg. Um, and it also goes into these yield strategies, which then make uh, increase the interest payments for people who are getting their debt repaid. So uh, we're going to be doing that. And then with the, uh, you know, the like with the converted uh, Al ETH and then the ETH, then we're going to LP with that. So we're getting like a multiplier based off of this. And God, it, it's so really basically cool. by introducing like Al ETH, you're, you're able to kind of like split the liquidity into different purposes, like repaying loans, like providing liquidity mm -hmm. for existing assets, um, as well as kind of like, you know, um, providing like boosting yield for your yeah. existing assets. It's very, very protocol line. It's not just about getting liquidity. It's it's further backing the peg and in, uh, improving the UX for all of the people who are using our platform. That's really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. we're we're pretty excited about that plan. Uh, yeah, like our community has a lot of gigabrains in there. I don't know if you guys know the uh, the Yunts, Yunt Capital. Uh, they're mm, start no. kind of like VC fund. Um, well, like they were born out of the Alchemics Discord, uh, and a lot of those guys still come in and contribute uh, really good ideas. And this came from one of the Yunts. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we should um, definitely look into Al Alchemics more. It looks like you guys are doing really cool stuff there. Um, yeah, I don't think we were as like exposed until this call. Yeah, and it's going to get a lot better uh, with our V2 when we have uh, multi-collateral, multi-strategy uh, mm. uh, built into it um, because, you know, you can shop around for yields, but you can also, like, kind of tailor them to your own risks. Like, if you think an Aave is safer than a urine, you could put it in Aave even though you'll get lo lower yields um, because, like, it's going to loss. Like, imagine there's the black swan event and you're in that risky pool that, that gets, you know, hacked or something like that. Only that part of your collateral would be affected and nothing else would be if you're in like balanced across different pools. So right. it's going to allow users to kind of uh, self-select their risk pro profile in alchemics. Nice. Uh, really well. Yeah. So people can basically build their own yield aggregator on top of alchemics. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. So yes. that's like, I guess that's like the conversation around protocol on liquidity, which I really think is like, you know, pretty. Initially, we were like, oh, look, what kind of new Ponzi non exists? But um, 
I think it's kind of like beginning <laughs> to yeah dawn on us that this might be a new way forward in terms of increasing, I guess, like yeah. stability for the DeFi ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, it's a good Ponzi. <laughs> I wouldn't call Alchemix a Ponzi. Come on, man. No. Initially, initially. I honestly think that it's going to be a really good tool for funds and DAOs. Uh, imagine you have like a bunch of assets on your balance sheet, you know, and you're, you know, especially like funds, like they're, you know, like spraying and praying at this point in the market. And, you know, we're not sure if their bets are going to pay off. Imagine if they take out like a self-repaying, like, you know, LUSD loan and then use that to fund, uh, you know, different investments. And even if one goes belly up, they're still going to get their principal back later on. Right, right. It's like, yeah, yeah it's like going to a casino and just like playing with your winnings money. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Your future yeah. winnings. Yes. Your future <laughs> winnings money. <laughs> yeah. This is a dangerous game. <laughs> But yeah, um, is there anything else, Luke, that we want to discuss in DeFi 2.0? Um, yeah, so like protocol control value is going to be really big for, for projects to kind of rehab their tokens. And then like, you know, when you're looking at fee models for DAOs and for projects and things like that, a lot of times like, you know, they'll take a, a cut in order to make revenue. And I, I don't think that's going to go away, but, uh, you know, projects are going to be starting to like, take their treasuries and deploy them in DeFi in order to um, increase their, their, uh, you know, income and yields and everything like that. So mm-hmm. they're, you know, not going to just have idle assets sitting there in the treasury waiting to, you know, spend on like, you know, paying like employees or whatever. Uh, but rather they're going to be earning yield on top of that. So it's going to turn, you know, DAOs into kind of like financial institutions in and of themselves. Um, I think that's going to be really big. I know Frax is like just printing profits right now with uh, they have these things called um, like AMOs and it allows them to uh, like strategically and like algorithmically um, allocate their, their capital um, across various uh, different like kind of yield farming pools in order to, you know, make profit for Frax and then they take those profits and then they use that to expand the frac supply and things like that. So it creates this flywheel. Um, Faye also has something similar going on and they're uh, really growing like their, their you know, protocol um, because they have so many assets under management. Um, and, you know, they're Wait, taking advantage FE, of it. FEI? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of them. Never really looked deeply into them, but oh, okay. Yeah, they have like the biggest treasury, I think, of every any protocol on Ethereum that's like not just their native token. I think they have something like five hundred million dollars worth of heat. Like <laughs> something Bang. insane. Yeah. And they use that as backing for their stable coin. Uh, but they also, you know, like do things with that collateral to to maximize its profits and its gains. Um, and it allows their their protocol and their stablecoin to scale. Yeah, that's insane. So that's like the DeFi projects being like, you know, like another trend, DeFi projects becoming more of a institution, mm-hmm. kind of like investors, right? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I think that's going to be a really big theme for uh, DAOs. Uh, Alchemix is starting to do that as well. We're taking our, you know, our treasury assets and deploying them across DeFi. Uh, one thing that we did uh, about a month ago was uh, we use, like ALCX is a collateral for Abracadabra uh, to borrow MIM. And so we borrowed some MIM and then we, um, we bought some CVX with it uh, for the convex protocol. And uh, we use that to like uh, boost our pools, like in the voting weights for, for curve. Um, and we're also making, you know, decent returns just on the CVX itself. That's beating the uh, interest rates that we uh, have to pay for, for our uh, MIM loan and stuff like that. So it's working out very, very, very well for us um, in that regard. So you're, you borrow MIM and then just basically farming convex. Uh, we yeah we bought uh, we're not farming we actually bought straight up convex with the the, uh, the MIM um, so we could get like a decent amount on our balance sheet. Oh okay okay yeah wow. and that's way we we could do that without selling our token because we mm. just took out a loan from them and we have a, like we way over collateralized it it has like I think it's like. Alchemix is like $450, $460 right now, but like the liquidation is like at $50. So it's incredibly safe. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and is that because like, how is that buffer that low? Um, because, because our treasury like, has it... a lot of ALCX and reserves and we're able to way over collateralize it. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted to be on the safe side, especially like when you're doing these operations with the multi-sig, you, you can't be as agile if you're just like in yeah, a exactly. kind of EOA. So we wanted to be extra safe just in case there was like, you know, a market panic. Uh, we would have enough time in mm-hmm. order to, uh, you know, either add collateral to get it safer or repay the debt. Mm, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Oh, and there's one more thing that I think that's really important in DeFi 2.0, and that's like, yeah, the increased capital efficiency. And that's, I was talking about that with the the DAO treasury managements and stuff like that. But I mean, with Alchemix, how we deploy your capital into, uh, you know, yield strategies. Uh, But also, like, if you look at something like Abracadabra, uh, they don't like, you know, most of their collateral types are yield bearing collaterals. So, you know, like if your your collateral is earning five percent interest, and your loan is like you know four or five percent interest, then essentially like you're getting an interest free loan at that point. So right. it's 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 really attractive in that sense. So I haven't looked into this, um, but basically. Um, Abracadabra allows you to, like, every asset there is, like, interest-bearing? Almost all of them. I think ALCX really? is duck. They are, um, they're working on making a strategy to, uh, like, stake the ALCX into the uh, single-site staking pool that we have. So it'll be a yield-bearing uh, version. But um, little known fact is that Abracadabra is built on Sushi's uh, bento box and 
um, for any like kind of like new thing that they're doing, it has to go through like a review and approval process with uh, the Bento devs. So uh, it's like, you know, even if Danny the shipper wants to ship it today, he, he can't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's got the review. Oh, okay, okay. That's how yeah. they're connected. That's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty good alpha. Yeah, I didn't know that, that there was a whole internal process like that there. Yeah, I mean, cool. it's better safe than sorry, especially with like experimental stuff. For yeah, sure. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, mm -hmm. you want to be testing in prod to an extent. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Uh, yeah. Do you, is there anything else that we, we should go over in DeFi 2.0? I think we talked about like capital efficiency, like protocol on liquidity and I don't know, um, like this whole new trend with like, you know, uh, in DAOs. I, I'm, I'm a big but, fan of uh, Tokamak as well. Yeah, we haven't really yeah. figured that out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't so, know. <laughs> so, like, they're like a decentralized market maker. So, like, you know, market makers, like, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll have like a lot of ETH and stable coins or Bitcoin on their balance sheet. And then, you know, like uh, other projects will uh, want to have markets made with, you know, on, on centralized exchanges. And so what they'll do is like they'll, they'll give a loan out to the market maker in, in their token or their, their coin. And then mm -hmm. the market maker will then, you know, provide the other side um, of the liquidity um, and then, you know, create like markets and, and add depth to them and stuff like that. Um, right. And then they profit off the spread and, and you know and trading like that way uh usually they're they're delta new, uh, market neutral but uh you know they do make money off the spreads and you know it's very you know good business for them and tokamak is doing that but for uh dexes and amms where uh, okay. uh, they have like a big uh balance of eth and usdc and um and then like other, they, they call these reactors. Basically you can single side LP, like uh, so ALCX has a reactor, so you can just uh, um, deposit ALCX into there. And then uh, liquidity directors in the tokenmax system, like toke holders, they can sort of direct how much of the, their USDC and ETH goes to each of the assets that have a reactor. Um, oh, in interesting. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. they provide the other side of the liquidity. So that yes. these guys can, you know, just bet on like the single side liquidity with their tokens. Yes, exactly. It's pretty cool. And then obviously, like mm. they'll get some kind of yields using the uh, based on the profit that Tokenmax uh, making out of um, market making these protocols. Is that how it works? Yeah, um, I think that is yes, that is the case. Uh, they'll be. Mm. That's really interesting. Make... Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, okay, they'll be making okay. profit off that. Also, like you know, if you're uh, depositing ETH or one of the other reactor assets in, uh, in Tokamak, uh, that is they true. Give you, yeah, they give you <laughs> token rewards. But the cool thing is, like, if uh, imagine, like, you know, there's like a liquidity director that directs everything to you know one coin, and that coin gets like way too much liquidity relative to its market cap and volume they're actually not going to get as many rewards in the tokamak system. So it, it actually like incentivizes you to uh, allocate the correct amount of liquidity for a project. Why wouldn't you get 
like as much as possible in terms of rewards. If like one pool starts consuming all the liquidity and token that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if like you over allocate to you know a project that doesn't need the liquidity, then you're not going to get as many rewards. Oh, right, because you're yes. not going to get as much yeah. kind of like profit out of there from market uh -huh. making. Yes, that's right. So they they re they incentivize you to uh, to provide the correct amount of liquidity for a protocol or for a token. Uh, like what? So it makes sense in kind of like a theory but like wouldn't it be better to provide more and more liquidity to a protocol that's you know getting bigger and bigger and needing more and more liquidity like what's what's this like what's the benchmark so, criteria for correct amount of liquidity so imagine that you have two protocols one with like a 500 million dollar market cap and one with a five billion dollar market cap and they both have, you know, depth of like a hundred million dollars on DEXs. You know, like the one that's a five hundred million dollar market cap has way too much liquidity relative to their market cap. And so, like, if like you know, there's a big sudden push and surge for people to buy that coin, it's going to take a hell of a lot more capital to push that price up, even though it's a lower market cap coin. Right, right. Yeah, so like it's kind of fine tuning that balance right there. Mm, I think okay, that okay. is really important. Is yeah. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Or if you have two market or two projects with the same market cap, but one does like you know thirty million dollars in volume daily, and the other one does five, uh, it makes a lot more sense to direct more liquidity to the one with more volume. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's like a. Yeah, like it's it allows people to like you know um, kind of like find find those like arbitrage opportunities themselves and you know um, kind of establish market uh, micro equilibrium or market balance by you know leveraging some of those like um, uh, le leveraging I guess yield as like a motivator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for that project. It's cool. They had like the coolest governance kind of event ever with their reactor like core event. Like it was like. 40 different protocols were kind of pitted against each other. And there was like this ongoing, like week long token vote for which ones would get a reactor. And it was just a oh, horse race yeah. the whole time. It was really interesting. Nice. What ended up winning at the end? Um, it was uh, Frax, uh, Sushi, oh, okay. uh, Alchemix, Olympus Dow, and Tracer Dow. Mm, okay. Were the five winners. Um, you know, it, it was a horse race. Like, uh, like synthetics was like, like right at the number five spot, like with five seconds to go. And then like, right as the timer expired, sushi uh, leapfrogged it to the number five spot. I was like, uh, okay. oh. it's, it's probably the community. Uh, yeah, like kind of coming in last minute. Yeah, exactly. I think there was a lot That's of people like cool. strategizing as well. It's like, Hey, let's not blow our load until like the last second, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's know, really cool. Yeah, if you have too big of a lead, then you get a target painted on you, you know, and then other people can react and respond to it. You mm -hmm, know, so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. okay. it I was might really pick cool. Up, yeah, I might pick up some um, Pokemon after this. That sounds really cool. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't fully know what the, what they were doing. But now, it, now that I know, it's like, yeah, yeah, this is like a, 
more of an essential building block for yeah for um for DeFi. Because I know there's yeah. a firm that does decentralized market making um called I think they got invested by Pantera. Don't quote me on this one. Um but it's called um Hummingbird. So when I was at Harmony, I know they were super early and basically what they do is like they um allow they provide a software for every individual to become a market maker to like provide liquidity on both sides but yeah this is not obviously it's like to an individual level this is more of like a protocol level kind of like you know um dictating like the overall treasury that they have which is like much bigger impact i think so yeah this is this is super cool actually yeah, I'm a big fan cool. of uh, their their team as well. Really good guys, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like anything you're looking at, let us know. <laughs> like this is really cool. <laughs> this is a, I think this is the first time we had a conversation like this. It's usually like pretty uh, like agenda driven and kind of people chiming in. But like you're you're actually like, really leading the conversation here and like educating us. So yeah, anything you're oh, looking at, like... yeah, let us know. <laughs> All right, uh, that, that, that's, that's that my album combo. for today, guys. I'll let you carry on with the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's yeah, like let's not put all the weight on the uh, uh, What else do we have, Luke? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, moving away from DeFi 2.0, we have like the rotations are kind of a big narrative right now, and we kind of hear uh, Rotator One 2.0 is kind of the big meme. Um, so like one has been popping off since about Friday. Uh, they had a ecosystem grant grant announcement and um, they've definitely got a lot of hype on Twitter recently. Um, since secret has announced their uh, open sea partnership, they've definitely been doing well. And I think they've doubled in price since our talk on Thursday. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, near. Uh, thank God, near did something because <laughs> I've been showing it too much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Near had uh, like an, announced a eight hundred million dollar grant uh, Sunday, I think, yeah. or or Monday. Honestly, it's um, like at this point, it's like five hundred and below. It's not even a grant. Five hundred yeah. million below. It's like not even a grant at this point. Yeah, yeah, I think someone posted. I think Fomosaurus posted like it's just a dick measuring contest at this point. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Justin Sun just did a one point one. Yeah, one point one 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 one. Yeah, one point one B. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, strong. I'll do one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Because <laughs> Binance did one bill, right? I think that was the biggest, I guess, like... Uh, yeah. I think it's 1.2 now, because it used to be 200, I believe, and then they added another bill on uh, So I think CZ has oh, the biggest Oh, yeah, right of now. course CZ does, yeah. Like, yeah Vipers, he's packing. Vipers measuring. And he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> feel like... Okay, CZ no, no, I feel like FTX has to do something now. Because, like, they raised, like... Now 1.3.2 billion, right? One point, so there's like two decimals. 1.32 billion, yeah. For Solana, FTX has a shrimp, yeah. Like, they haven't really announced anything. 
So I feel like, dude, if Solana, but is, uh, Solana, Solana announces something, yeah, Solana hasn't announced anything, which kind of like no, Solana, Solana does have it. They, oh, they like, did. Uh, yeah, they, they, they do, but small. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. Yeah, they, wasn't they, it like they was, see, it, was Solana two hundred or? I would love to see their marketing it? team like scratch out their previous announcement in like red, and then just like put the new number. In like bold black. It's like just kidding. It's like not two hundred million. It's actually two point two billion. <laughs> I feel like Solana will increase their uh, allocation to launch. Yeah, I think yeah, Solana has a lot of a lot of treasury. So hopefully, um, yeah. I mean, like, uh, but I, I guess like yeah, like I've been kind of like buying the near scooping out the near ecosystem bags. The Skyward, whatever, like Dennis posted, I bought them all. Like Skyward, yeah, yeah like so Paris. That was like, yeah, Skyward. I bought the absolute top. Oh yeah, I, I bought, I, I've been Red. buying top and bottom. Yeah, I've been just like constantly <laughs> buying. So Dory, yeah, you like everyone, everyone's everyone's liquidity right now. Yeah, by the time we post about it, you're buying the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, guys, it was actually Dennis. He 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 used you guys for exit liquidity. We are all Dennis's exit liquidity, <laughs> yeah. and I I knew that would happen yeah. because I was obviously buying after a forty to eighty percent pump. But I was like, you know what? I after I saw getting onto the platform that everyone everyone gets a name domain. Um, it's really cool. I I really like it's the really cool. System. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? There's there's plenty of room for this to pump, and this is like a retail play. I feel like uh, they're yeah. they're they're like a really developer friendly, and the near team is like I know the near team because like there there used to be a time where when I was harmony like a near they're both in San Francisco like they would like really like kind of compete um, in terms of like you know talents and stuff, and I know near team is really really stacked like all of them are like you know like math olympiads or like coding olympiads and super smart like uh people from like you know eastern europe western europe and yeah so, so me, me and kadeem wrote a uh um article all about near and i i guess you guys never looked at it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We <called> it <laughs> yeah i gotta go back to that <laughs> Ape first, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like, no, but it's like it's like uh, it's like what Scooby said, right? Like I I need to have a bag in order to like pay attention to it. A thousand yeah. percent, yeah. Like, like you think I'm gonna devote three four hours of research into something I end yeah, up yeah. like? Let me get some skin in the game and then figure out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Wait, look, didn't you guys put it out like a few weeks ago, actually? Right? We, yeah, we put it out a few weeks ago. One to yeah. two yeah. weeks big ago. Alpha. No, and like <laughs> I... Big alpha. Yeah, yeah. No, near. Like I've been holding since whatever. And then when Bitcoin kind of like started rotating, I rotated back to Bitcoin and then near pumped. So like I basically like held it for two months and then just kind of like sold it at the worst point possible. <laughs> Near pump. Honestly, <laughs> all L ones are just pumping like crazy. I mean, look at Glitch, for example. 
Oh Look God, he's chilling again. <laughs> even KCC, even KCC's pumping. Yeah, like, yeah L one's gonna be a pretty good play, I think. Is, yeah, is the fat protocol? Uh, is the fat protocol thesis back on? Fat protocol? What is the what is the what is the fat protocol thesis? Oh, this is like something back from 2017, 2018, kind of like a crypto thesis was that um, it wouldn't be the uh, the protocols that accrue value on on like you know like smart contract chains, but actually the uh, the L1 chains themselves would accrue value. And that's why like everyone and their mother was uh, like making an ETH killer in 2000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, the move is always buy, buy the gas token. That, like, that, that's like the <laughs> brainless move for L1s. Just buy the gas token because right, everyone needs to right. use it, right? So it's like, it's kind of a no, no-brainer. Then the rest, it gets riskier. But um, yeah, the gas token, you can't really go wrong because it has... To you know what, though? I really... <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I really like if if the L ones do like this, and then they're actually building like value within their own kind of like DeFi building blocks. So if that becomes the case, like I feel like interoperability, like will have to be a play. Like it's it's like within the next two three months, I feel like it, it just has to be if like L ones like start starts accruing value like this. I'm still super bullish on Thorchain. Thorchain, oh, yes. God, yeah, yes. <laughs> super, super bullish on too. Thorchain. Uh, you know, hopefully when they, they they turn back on, you know, the EVM compatible chains, that it doesn't blow up again. Uh, you know, fingers right. crossed. Um, but right. I have really high hopes for them. Uh, you know, I like their vision. You know, just like a, a cross chain dex. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's that's really. Sick. I don't like their wallet though. Talking about um, XDeFi. there's um, yeah. X DeFi is sort of like a new uh, yeah, wallet yeah. that's like competing with a uh, MetaMask. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I did invest in them. Um, but oh, nice. Uh, yeah, they're um. They're building like they have Ethereum. They they're building in like the Terra blockchain and also Thor, um, kind of natively into it, and also having like cross chain swaps built into it. So you're not gonna have to like, you know, like figure out like some like you know obscure bridge to get onto you know you know one of these new L ones that are coming out. You could just you know just use their their wallet and it'll work. I think that's so really the cool. wallet also provides bridging functionality. Is that how it works? Uh, built into it. Oh, so I can just kind of like have ETH on ERC twenty, and then I can use that on like let's say Phantom. I I um I think you would have to bridge it, like you know, like, oh, okay, like okay. execute a transaction in there, got and it, then you'd be able to it. go there. You know, got add it. the RPC node for for Phantom, and then it would work with it. Got it, got it. Okay. It's pretty cool. What about Coin98? I, I feel like um, XD5 and Coin98, I think. Yes, Coin98 is it's another yeah, multi-chain, multi-chain wallet. Chain. Anything yeah. That yeah. other than MetaMask, please. <laughs> yeah, MetaMask. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad more wallets are coming into play because uh, as much as I use MetaMask, it's clearly, you know, they're clearly not... 
I mean, they don't even have the symbols for BSC. You know, it's just they're just not really. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Yeah, mask, yeah, they 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 do need to pick their game up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They, so I like think... some other ones I've been watching, um, are like Rabbi also and like Frame. Uh, I know I Viper's frame. like a Frame bull. Frame. Um, well, I don't yeah, even and... use it. I just like the Twitter extension. Yeah, just get it for the Twitter <laughs> extensions. Like, That's it's worth it just for yeah. that. What's Frame again? It's that you you can download this wallet on your computer. Um, it's just another another wallet, but. The cool thing is, if you download it and then you're on Twitter, anybody who has their ENS in their Twitter name, you can just hover over their name and it'll oh, show you all the NFTs. Oh, okay, in the okay, got it, got it. Oh, that's pretty Ooh, cool. Okay, that's some alpha right there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Right? Yeah, I talked. I talked to the team. They're really, really cool, and, and they're really, you know, uh, motivated. So I'm hoping that they can, you know, continue building and, uh, you know. Maybe make frame the so it's like basically wallet. like frame like turns your Twitter profile into like a your own kind of like NFT gallery. That's one. That's one of the features, yeah. It's a yeah. it's a privacy wallet too. Oh, it's a privacy um, wallet. Oh, okay. that's kind of what they. That's honestly though, I've used it a couple times. And I I can find my transactions on uh, Ethereum and find my the wallet and everything. So. I'm not sure where the privacy factor comes in, but that's what they advertise themselves as. It's, yeah, it's, it's more so, that so. they're not built into the browser. It's a standalone desktop app. Exactly. So, like, you know, any of the security vulnerabilities that come from Chrome uh, or, or Firefox mm. are not inherent mm. in that. Um, and it does also, exactly. I think, support ledgers as well. So, you know, definitely if you have, you know, you know any significant holdings, definitely secure it with a hardware wallet. Right, right. Uh, yeah. We just have like three NFTs and about fifteen bucks in our wallets. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> just enough for gas. Sometimes, yeah. Well, on, a well, well, quick, on a good clearly, day, on a good day, we have enough for gas. Clearly, clearly Garlem still has his uh, humanoid because it's his profile picture. I'm holding, like, dude. <laughs> I have so much. You don't sell I'm anything. Not, I you need yeah. To I have selling, so man. much. <laughs> I have so much of every NFT. I just need. I have <laughs> ones that don't matter. Like I, I didn't buy any of the punks or, you know, BYC. I just have all the shit ones that hopefully will become one of those, in a you know like couple of months. It'll be OG cool like... in a few years. Oh, What's this that? one's from twenty. Oh, it'll be OG cool in a few years. Oh, that one's from twenty twenty one. It'll oh, be man. like the, yeah. yeah, it'll be like the rocks. Yeah, it'll be like I'll I'll talk to Sisyphus and I'll be like, dude, like we should do a. It's been like three years since these came out. Like we should, you know, like get, get these. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Garlem is an example of exit liquidity for NFTs. <laughs> yeah. This this is the person you want to have buy on the yeah. secondary. You know what though? <laughs> like some paid really off because um I was one of the. You know, like the early ones into sandbox lands. So we we oh, bought nice. a lot, and um, Dennis got really lucky. You saw his. I think he he sold the most expensive. Was it twenty four by twenty four or something like that? Oh, the, the big one. Yeah, the, the long for like a hundred thirty k, eight hundred k or something like that. Was it eight hundred k? 
Yeah, it was something oh big like God, that. Oh, my God, wow. He did an auction, yeah. right? Yeah, I uh-huh. remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, uh, like, I mean, like, holding these uh, NFTs, like, I think will pay off in the future, hopefully. Garlem, are you going to start looking into Kronos? Or this goes for everybody. Are you guys looking into Kronos? It's coming out. Is that the uh, uh, Bitcoin, uh, sorry, Crypto.com layer one? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm... And I, I really uh, hope the because Crow will be the gas token, I really hope it pumps uh, up. Yeah, I, I'm growing more bullish on uh, Kronos myself. Um, why, I though? I hate talking about... Uh, because the... It is an IBC. Uh, but why do we need uh, another IBC other than Cosmos and Terra and Secret? I guess is Secret IBC? No. Terra well, and I mean, um, each of the IBCs Cosmos. kind of have like a scaling limit. So, like you know, by them horizontally, kind of like you know, deploying more and more Cosmos chains, they can scale the whole ecosystem. So I guess that's one argument got for it. it. Got it, got it. But yeah, and the, okay. The, I, I the IBC ecosystem has kind of been popping off here recently too. I that's kind of more why I'm bullish on it. Um, mm. Kind of as Adam like it's Adam's not launched yet. Like right, I I don't know much about Adam. I this is why I wish Dennis was here. I think it is, isn't it? Because I see Wonka always talking about it. So it's like nearing launch. Um, so I'm I'm growing more bullish on the IBC ecosystem, but I I'm not too involved with it. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I want to hop on the first decentralized exchange and just buy that. I, I definitely think yeah. IBC is good from a decentralization standpoint too, because well, you know, any one chain on there might only have like a hundred or two hundred validators. Like, you know, as it fans out and there's more and more networks connected to it, like, you know, it'll create it overall a very decentralized network. And I think that's important. Like, well, with all of these L1s that are coming out, like, you know, they're, you know, co- confined to like a certain amount of nodes and it's not open for, you know, people to anybody to become a node. And I think that's like not a really good trend for the space to be in. To become more and more centralized. Uh, I think decentralization is something that we should not have to compromise on. Um, and so that's why I do like Cosmos, uh, you know, IBC ecosystem. Isn't that though more because like they're trying to prevent a 51% attack? So like on near there's like, you know, uh, about $150 million in liquidity right now. So even though that there's only 60 validators, like it's 60 validators that they, it, you know, that near can trust more or less. And, you know, they're slowly on, uh, ramping up more to um I mean, you know help prevent a 51 percent attack i mean crypto That's is an adversarial environment and i think that if fundamentally you have to centralize and do trusted node operators in order to protect yourself from that adversarial environment you're not doing it right like that's my yeah, honest take it's interesting true I mean, yeah. That's why Bitcoin yeah, think... is so resilient, right? That's why Ethereum is so resilient because they're decentralized. Yeah, and yeah. that's why. Yeah, and that's exactly. why I also like the the overall Cosmos ecosystem because even though one chain might be somewhat centralized, 
um, the entire ecosystem is very decentralized. Nice. So there's some good insights, especially on IBC. Yeah, that's that's your job over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I already got a few projects I'm looking at on Twitter. I mean, it's kind of hard because you don't see any finished product yet. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll have a lot of uh, alpha for the next Twitter spaces for next week, uh, closer to the mainnet launch. That'll be exciting. I think it'll bring DeFi back. Well, not that it's gone. But... <laughs> DeFi <is> 3.0 <laughs> over Corona. Just, just remember to include Alchemix this time. I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, a little shameless show there. Sorry, Phil, what was that? No, I was just gonna make a comment. Like, I was one of the first person I, I would say, like, first five people that got onto Alchemix. And yeah, oh, wow, it's been doing really well. Yeah, wow, because you guys did a very stealth launch, and then you guys just like posted on like Twitter. And uh, oh, yeah, I no, Phil's been, it. yeah, no, Phil's been showing yeah. Alchemix since day one. Yeah, I remember, like, literally, uh, I saw it when it was like one second afterwards, like. I think, like, you know, I got super lucky, you know? Good like, alpha. Being able to see that. Were, were you the sniper? <laughs> no, I didn't snipe it. Yeah, like, exposed. <laughs> hot for my, my first transaction failed, but... We are... Yeah. <laughs> we're Phil's exit liquidity. Yeah, he's, he's been dumping on us. <laughs> he he toxic liquidity. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was glorious, and it went up to, like, pump it to, like, you know, two thousand dollars, and yeah, I'm still farming still. Yeah, awesome. Right. They're right. Yeah, someone check his wallet, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, someone, someone <laughs> check the validity <laughs> of this fucking bullshit statement. Yeah, someone check his wallet yeah, after this call. Anyone who ends their sentence with "Yeah, I'm still farming," they're not. <laughs> yeah, I think M6, like, yeah, so, like. Each team member is going to be each team member's ex liquidity at one point or another within a three month <laughs> period. Much. Yeah. We're just sell tops to one another, and at the end of the cycle, we're all just going to be broke equally. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all equally broke. Yeah. Um, sounds good. Uh, is there anything else that we need to go over? I think this was really good, but I'm um, just wondering. Um... I do not want to go yeah. over metaverse again. Yeah, no. I Unless don't we actually um, <laughs> absolutely have to. Like, I do not want to go over that again. Yeah, no. Metaverse is kind of like one of those things. I honestly hate people talking about it. Um, like, unless, like, like, significant oh. development. Like, I, I just, yeah, like, it's too early. Like, I, I know we're leading a couple of investments in there. Um, and, like, yeah, like, I, I do see a future in it. But, yeah, it's like. It's like the promised land, like the utopia. It, it's going to take a while. Like, it's not like the exactly, yeah. You're not going to make money talking about it this early. Exactly. Yeah, for, it's, for... it's like talking about the internet in like the 1985s. It's a little bit too early. Yeah. I think our last talk was a little useful, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Anything right now is, is a little bit much. But yeah. Some other stuff about this. So, what do you guys think about Metaverse? As long as Facebook doesn't <laughs> win, I'm good. Which one? As long yeah. as Facebook doesn't win, I'm good. Oh, Facebook doesn't win? Yeah, yeah. 
but they are doing the rebrand, so we'll see. I feel like they're putting in basically all their eggs in one basket, and that's reverse. The rebrand's dumb. I mean, you think I'm gonna forget your Facebook? Like, I still know sure. it's you. I, mean, <laughs> I just don't get like, are you gonna change the name? I'm gonna forget about it. But you know, all the retail is gonna go there. Like, yeah. they have already built-in system that they could utilize. Yeah, but do you, yeah, want, so... do you want to be on the metaverse with all those boomers on it, man? Like, shit, <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exit, I just hear hey, exit liquidity. Hey, follow money, right? Follow money. <laughs> exit generation liquidity. Yeah. <laughs> generational liquidity. <laughs> Gotta make yeah. it over. Uh, <laughs> what, what was? I mean, like, since we're on the topic, then what's uh, what's the GameStop thing? Are they gonna do metaverse as well? Is that is that the news? Yeah, so that's the, that's the rumor. You know how Med, like GameStop has been branching out into like NFTs and other stuff like this. Um, they're I think they're kind of more they're they're new, not their new CEO, but whoever is like leading the new. Uh, yeah, is is this like leading the like is more bullish on crypto? Mm. So they've been leading the um, like they've been doing like NFT stuff, and now they're branching out in the metaverse. Is like this new rumor that I saw mm. today. They're doing anything. They're doing anything to stay alive at this point. Yeah, just to stay their head. They're like, water. "Fuck, okay, guys, you don't want to buy my stocks? Okay, NFT guys." That's smart. Um, you want to yeah. play? You want to play COD on our metaverse? Play a game within. Yeah, a game? yeah. <laughs> I'll give you two dollars for your game. Oh, but by the way, metaverse. Yeah. Holy. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a smart play. I, I I I'm surprised that they're moving that fast. Okay. Yeah. They're probably gonna buy our NFTs back for like three cents. <laughs> I, I, I swear, their practices will never change. You know, you buy a brand new video game for sixty bucks, and they offer you, you know, two dollars. The same thing with NFTs. I promise. Mm. Oh, you got a you you got a punk. I'll give you guys two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once it goes down. I'd rather sell it to Garland. Yeah, dude, sell it to me. I'm, I'm, I will keep it forever. I will hand it over to my children. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Before we wrap it up, uh, Scooby, is there anything else that you're kind of looking at or bullish in the next three months um, that you you kind of see happening? Um. Other than the ones that you shared already. Can you give us financial advice? Yeah, no, basically uh, financial advice. Basically financial advice. Buy Alchemix. <laughs> yes, buy Alchemix. Yes, yes, of course. This, um, this is a financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And you were and and the Alchemix was coated on no, uh, Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, that's great. I think PR. overall, DeFi, DeFi is going to have a, a bit of a resurgence. Uh, I mean, I think like looking at like Curve is pumping now. You know, even you know mm. people you know kind of joked around that it's cursed. But even now that curve is is on the way up, I think you know, especially since they're like kind of putting DeFi yields on their back, that's going to be really bullish for just all the entire DeFi sector. I think. Right, right, right. Curve convex, yeah, we're we're looking at those. Yeah, that's a really yeah. interesting flywheel. I'm, yeah, super bullish convex too. Yeah, yeah, curve convex. 